Welcome to A Little Off the Top, the podcast where a couple of barbers shoot the shit after their shift. I'm Jason. And I'm Justin. I have a question. That one I just tried to keep shorter than even normal to just piss you off. What's your question? Yeah, I have a question. And I don't know that you have the answer, and I'm sure I could look it up, but on my drive home today, I was thinking, I was thinking about body hair, right? Like you came, specifically to, the, you came un- to the right person with yeah, your question. Specifically underarm hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess all body hair from the neck down sort of follows these rules, which okay. I don't understand. So like my underarm hair like gets to a certain length and then stops growing, right? Yeah. Like how does it know that it's at that length? Because I trim it down low and then it grows back. But only to that length. Okay, I don't know if this is the actual answer, but I I have a theory that uh, the ends after a certain length kind of uh, just get brittle and break off or die. Okay, so I was thinking about that, and I was thinking, what if I bleached my underarm hair to see if there's new growth? I'm sure you would see new new growth. Like I feel like. You know how like when you're in the shower and then like maybe you don't clean it for a while and then all of a sudden there's like like pubes in the tub. I I don't think that's all just like pubic hair that's coming out. I think it's really just the ends of your body hair that kind of break that off. Break so so it breaks off. But this is the closest to a com- like a barbering conversation that we've had on this show for a yeah. long time. Yeah. yeah, except I'm not barbering anyone's fucking body hair. I'll do it. Hit me up. I'll, I'll uh, shape. I'll shape your your fro. Your down yeah, below yeah, fro. Yeah, like what? Yeah, how much? Uh, like how much would I charge? It'd be like a, a full yeah. haircut. I just charge a full haircut. For their for their fucking pubic hair, like right yeah, above you their. Just like free and shape it. Maybe throw a little lightning bolt in there. Yeah, I'll do it. No, you won't. Uh, okay. <laughs> would would you would you move the cock out of the way to like really get? No, in they're gonna do that. What if they wanted it like razor bald? I I mean, straight are they razor. okay with trimmers and a foil shaver? I'm not going to use a straight razor. That's too dangerous. That is dangerous. It's a lot of veins down there. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, yeah, like your leg hair stops growing. Like if you shave it, it grows back, but only to that length. Yeah. I think the ends just kind of die off, man. But your face and head hair just keep growing. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like my face hair, like my beard, I think it stops growing after a certain amount of time. Like, I I don't. I think if you didn't touch it for a year, it would just keep going. Maybe it would curl up more. That's on you. I mean, you can try. I'm not going to fucking. You know, that that, that beard has a name. Homeless? And I don't. It's called a yearly. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I didn't touch you, mine for a long time, like before I became a barber, and I, I straight up looked like a homeless guy for a while. It was pretty bad because I, I had super long hair too. But um, yeah, it's not a good look for me. Is that? I think I've seen pictures. You look kind of like a raver guy. Like a raver guy? Yeah. Are you like like uh, like those goth kids under the bridge? Oh God, no! But that that they are amazing. I wonder what they're doing right now. Probably the same thing that they were in that video. I don't think that party ever stopped. What is it? called? Oh, it has a name. Fuck! It's like not like goth disco, but it's something like that. 
God, um, I don't that know. That video has a title of like a specific like genre. Dude, that video makes me so happy. They're just I usually like just, in I the just middle see of like, it on Instagram like every like six months or something like that. It'll just like make the rounds. They have those like pants that you would get at Hot Topic. Uh-huh. Yeah, the zipper pants. And then all of a sudden people just kind of stop for a second. And they're just like standing around looking. That's the best. Yeah. No, it's cyber it's, it's cyber goth. Cyber, cyber goth. goth. Okay. Uh and yeah, and they've got like the fake dreads that are like neon colors and shit. Yeah. Um, and I think they're going like like Yeah, like they have glow sticks in their hand, but they don't actually. <laughs> yeah. And even if they did, you couldn't see it because it's the middle of the day on a freeway underpass. And people wouldn't and people wouldn't see you doing that because we're on a podcast. Yeah. Cybergoth Dance Party. I'm fairly certain that's the name of the video on YouTube. Go check it out. It's worth it. Oh, yeah. If you haven't seen that fucking thing, you are missing out on life. Speaking of missing out on life, anybody that wasn't hanging out with Evan on his birthday was missing out on life. Happy birthday, Evan. It was Happy birthday, Evan. It wasn't that many people. There's there a lot of people missing out on life. It was a pretty low-key thing. But... um. Yeah, we went to uh, New Helvetia, got some beers, and then ch- uh, went to a, an Ethiopian food restaurant a couple doors down, maybe right next door, called Queen Sheba. That was super tasty. And a uh, fan of the podcast, friend of the podcast, Mitchie Peepants was there. And uh, we talked a lot about the pod. He's a, he's a big fan of oh. you. He, he aligns with your chip oh. picks th- uh, more than mine. So uh, oh. I, I guess, I mean, that's the only feedback that I've gotten on that Rushmore. So I, I think that means that you're winning. Nobody else has said anything. So, um, yeah, he I'm thought winning your picks just were because I get mine. to, I'm winning because I get to do the podcast with you every week. <laughs> so I'm always winning corny and as usual. I, th- I thought you were segueing to something else when you said speaking of missing out on life because you had some deaths in the family recently. Oh, yeah, sure. I wasn't, I wasn't going to talk about it, but we can, we can get into that real quick. Um, if you don't want to, you don't have to. But I thought that's what you were going with that. And I was like, holy shit, that's a crazy segue for that. I mean, it would have worked for sure. <laughs> that's why but, um, I was like. Yeah, as of, as of late, there's a couple family members of mine that are missing out on life. Um, the week that the last week's episode dropped, last Thursday, uh, we lost my grandmother. And uh, she was one of my favorite people in the world, so that was very hard. And then if that wasn't Sorry hard enough, that, the very next day, my stepdad's father passed away. So um, I lost two grandparents in as many days, and that shit sucked. So, yeah. That's, yeah. That's all there is to that. That's, yeah. Uh, but, you know, anytime an old person passed away, I always think, at least they had, like, a long time, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. My my grandma was uh, old as fuck. Uh, one could say um, she was around before the internet. I'm pretty sure she sure was. But so are you. So what is that saying? Son of a bitch! You didn't have to tell everybody. <laughs> I'm trying to maintain an air of youngness on this uh, podcast. That's why we don't do video. Um, Mitchy P. Pants <laughs> oh. wants to guest on the show. Um, he wants to come on and do a Rushmore. Did he have any ideas of Rushmore's to do? He had a couple ideas, but I told him like, "Hey, we don't have to just hash this out right now. <laughs> like, take a week, come <laughs> up with some ideas, and throw them at me all at once." Um, but yeah, he, he had some ideas. Uh, some of them sound kind of fun. Mount Cheesemore might be kind of fun. Um, 
I don't know if there's 15 cheeses. Oh, there's so many more than 15 cheeses. Yeah, but not that I'd want to pick. Oh, okay. Uh, well, that would be tricky. Uh, but yeah, he he's going to come up with some ideas and get back right. to us uh, if, if you're okay with having him on the show. Yeah. I mean, I I, I want to know where he got the name Mitchie Pee Pants. So. From us, from this podcast. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Do I know this person? No, he, he. I mean, he's called in and left a uh, voicemail or two. Okay, but I've never met him physically. Uh, no, I, I don't. I can't imagine a time you would have met him. No, no, he's a good guy though. Well, I would hope he'd be a good I would guy. Hope it's not. I would For hope sure. it's not shitty dudes at Evan's uh birthday party. I wouldn't hey, be surprised. That, it's Evan. Yeah, that food that you ate, you had to eat yeah. it with your hands. We sure did. Um, so like what got, kind of food was it? It's like what kind of food or like, yeah. So it's Ethiopian, like, Ethiopian food. Yeah. But like, what was it? Like what kind of, what kind of shit were you eating? Uh, there's a lot of veggies, a lot of lentils. Um, we had some lamb, we had some chicken, uh, some really good, like steamed spinach. Uh, there's some cabbage on there, potatoes, uh, there's all sorts of stuff, but basically like you, you get this big platter. I didn't really, like even, you don't have, you don't have your own plate, right? No, we all had our own plate. Yeah. But um, not like all that food's like on a bigger. Oh yeah. No, it's like, it's like right? a family style, like a big old yeah, platter yeah, in the yeah. middle of the table. Um, I didn't even look at the menu because I, I was just like, you guys know what you're doing. I'm just going to follow your lead. And so they just kind of ordered for the table. Um, but, uh, you get these big platters, they get sitting in the middle, in the middle of the table. You get your own individual plate, and then you have uh, baskets of this, uh, I guess it's bread, but it's like as thin as like a crepe, and they roll it up, so you get just like grab this roll oh, of bread, yeah. and you kind of unroll it like yeah. an ace bandage, and just tear a piece off, and then you oh, take that, and I like that. use that, and just kind of grab food with it, and then you pop it in your mouth. And it was, uh, yeah, my first time ever having Ethiopian food, but it was fucking delicious, dude. I would for sure go back. Uh, most then, cultures have like a bread and yeah. usually it's it's good um i feel like too much of this bread like if you eat it for a while like it almost had like a like a sourdough yeasty taste to it and towards the end of the meal like it started to be like a little overwhelming like i felt like it was kind of overpowering gotcha. all the other food um but I was also just like stuffed by that point. So I couldn't really eat more anyway, but, um, everything was super tasty. Um, and then we also got a pitcher of this honey wine called Tej. I think it's called. Like and it's, mead? um, it's kind of like an Ethiopian mead. It's like, um, super, super sweet. Uh, usually I don't like sweet, but I was one of like the few people at the table that actually really enjoyed this. Um, I had, probably two or three glasses of it. And then uh, a couple people got an Ethiopian coffee, which was like just black coffee with like cardamom and some other spices. And I, t- I took a sip of Kira's and it was so fucking good. I will was it for strong? sure. What's that? Was it strong? Like yeah, strong? It seemed pretty tasting. strong. Yeah. Yeah. Like black coffee. Tasting? I mean, I just had a sip of it. So, I mean, I, I didn't really yeah. Get that big of a vibe off of it, but uh, it was very tasty. I enjoyed it a lot, but yeah, I mean, it very much tasted like coffee, but with a bunch of spices. Um, yeah, I'll for, I'll for sure go back. It was delicious. 
Was there any dessert? We did not have dessert. No, I think we were all too full. I also don't know if they offered dessert, but again, I didn't really look at the menu, so I don't know. I feel I feel like less cultures have desserts than have desserts. That does seem like a pretty American thing to do. Yeah, like 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 a sweet breakfast is a thing for us, but not most of the other places. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you're not gonna find French toast many places other than America, right? Yeah, I, I, it's not. I, I've been to France. Their national breakfast uh, does not involve that. <laughs> it comes with a baguette, though. Uh, uh, their their national breakfast does. Yeah, like a full. It's like baguette? I think it was like a baguette. Yeah, a baguette, like coffee, hot chocolate, orange juice, and. Uh, I don't. There might have been a meat of some sort, but I don't so, remember. So it's every breakfast Eggs, drink that you maybe? can think of and bread. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you know, uh, England. I had their breakfast, which is like eggs, orange juice, these like specific types of sausages. Uh, normally, like a blood sausage, right? Yeah, I don't think I ate that one. Yeah, I'm good. That's like a that's plus a, the place that's, I they went, actually call it like a a full like an English full breakfast or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. Some people might call it a crip sausage, but I don't, I don't know. <laughs> what up, cut? <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of chicken, I sent you that thing about Chick Fil A. Oh yeah, uh, uh, trying there... out in Atlanta. Oh, just in Atlanta. Okay. Yeah, the the full bone-in chicken wings, but with their, like, breading. That would be pretty tasty. I hope it hits the test market out here. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, I am am intrigued. But see, I, I wonder, it didn't look like they were tossing them in any sauce. Like, I feel like they expect you to dip it in the sauce. Yeah, that article that you sent me, it looked like it was just plain chicken wings, no sauce. Um, which I had one of those earlier today. Speaking of plain chicken wings, um, at, at work, there's a, like, we're in like a pretty industrial complex area. And so there's like a roach coach that will like drive around to all of the businesses and like just kind of stop for a while and people can go order food. And one of our outside plumbing salesmen came in and he had like a, like a little boat full of chicken wings and it was like nine in the morning. And he just walked over to us. He's like, you want a chicken wing? And I was like, no, like it's nine o'clock in the morning. And also, where'd you get those from? And he's like, the truck out back. And I was like, okay, that's kind of weird. But um, nobody oh, else second thought, give me one. wanted one except for the last guy he offered them to. And he was like, well, here, just take them all. And I was like, you're just going to give them all away? Like, I thought that was for you. And you were just offering to be nice. Like, yeah, I'm going to take a chicken wing. And uh <laughs> It was one of the saltiest chicken wings I've ever had in my life. I would not get chicken wings from that truck again. It was fucking bad. <laughs> it was awful. Uh, I like a salt and pepper wing. Yeah, this was like um, if you take a salt and pepper wing and then you mix it with like a salt and vinegar wing and then you just take out all of the pepper and then most of the vinegar and it was this wing. It was just like too much fucking salt. Like too yeah, much yeah. salt. It was bad. Like I, it hurt my chest to eat it. Oh. <laughs> I was like, this might be 
uh, my sodium intake for the next two days. It's it's bad. Did you uh, did you dip it in any ranch or? No, there wasn't anything to dip it in. <laughs> he just brought us wings. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like definitely dipping a wing. Sometimes you don't always have to, but it's always better. Shit, I would have taken ketchup. No, no, no. Um, at this at this place on Broadway called Viet Ha, they have salt and pepper wings, but it's actually instead of pepper, it's like jalapenos in it, sort of. I don't know how to explain it. Good. Where's that at? Oh, I feel like I've seen it. Uh, it's on Broadway and like. Twenty uh, fifth, maybe. Okay, okay, so closer to eighty ish. Yeah, okay, yeah, but it is, dude, it is good. But you can't eat them right away. They come out like four thousand degrees temperature wise. Yeah, yeah, so hot, but they're so good. I think they might do that brolstering. I don't know how to say that. Broaster chicken. It's like a pressure, pressure, pressure cook. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like they might do that. I mean, I could be wrong, but it has that vibe. You know what I'm saying? Comes out like perfectly juicy and crispy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We used to sell broaster chicken at a pizza pizza place that I worked at. My second job I ever had was uh, this pizza place called Andy B's. I feel like I might have told this story on here before, but um, my first job was Subway. And there was this like family-owned pizza place. Uh, it was take and bakes, or we, they would cook it there for you. Like you had the option, um, and it was directly next door from the subway that I was working at. And uh, there was this day that I was just fucking pissed off. And like, we, like to take the trash out, you have to go into the back alley and then like out to the end of the building. And uh, we had our back door open. And I was just so fucking pissed. I had the bag of garbage. I just fucking like before I even came out the door, just threw it into the alley. And then I went out and picked it up and didn't realize that the owner of the pizza place was right next door. And he's like, <laughs> you're not happy at your job, are you? <laughs> and I was like, nope. He's like, what time are you off? And I was like, five o'clock. He's like, come over, talk to me and my wife afterwards. Uh, we're, we're looking to hire somebody new. <laughs> and I was like, hey, cool. <laughs> so they interviewed me and basically offered me the job on the spot. And then Hell I yeah. put in my two weeks at Subway and my last shift was on the 4th of July. And uh, I was pissed that they made me work in the 4th. But uh, I finished out my shift. And then on the 5th of the July, I started at the pizza place. And, like, I pulled up <laughs> and, like, started walking to the pizza place. And my boss from Subway was out front. And I just waved at him and walked inside. <laughs> it was dope. But then, yeah, uh, ended up getting a broaster chicken fryer. And holy shit, that chicken is good. I do love broaster chicken. Some of the best chicken tenders I've ever had was oh. uh, broaster chicken. I don't know if I'd had broastered uh, tenders. They're fucking delicious. So good. You like MC Hammer? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as much as my nostalgia lets me, yeah. Yeah, I used to love MC Hammer. I like that song he has. We got to pray just to make it today. That's why we pray. Pray. Where is this coming from? (laughs) Because we're not here to just talk about roaster chicken. (laughs) We're not here to talk about MC Hammer. Damn. We're here to talk about a movie. <laughs> yeah. And it's called Armin Pray. Pray. Although I didn't see anyone praying at all in this movie, so I don't know where that came from. You know that there's two meanings to the word pray, right? And also the, the way this one is spelled isn't how you would pray to the spaghetti monster in the sky. Well, tell that to MC Hammer. <laughs> Did he spell it wrong? 
No, no, he's probably oh, right. I'm just fucking with you. Um, yeah, uh, just so you know, we are we are going to talk about this movie. We're going to spoil it. Um, starting with the audio to the trailer, which we're going to play right now. Why do you want to hunt? Because you all think that I can't. I saw a sign in the sky. I'm ready. Maui, Nita. something out there. I'm coming with you. You can't. I'm trying to protect you. Protect me from what? It's time. loves mc hammer <laughs> i ju- by the way by the way uh just came up with that on the spot yeah that wasn't a pre-planned one natural pablo uh, pablo francisco over there fuck yeah yep so we Is are that- gonna spoil it so if you want to watch this before we spoil the shit out of it you should uh jump onto hulu where it is streaming um you know I'm for really, free i'm really surprised that this isn't in theaters at all there's not a th- theatrical release i feel like it was supposed to be and then, uh, I don't know, maybe Hulu bought it? I, I don't know yeah, how maybe. it worked. Uh, I it was like... I would have loved to see this in the theater, for sure. In the IMAX. <laughs> maybe not the IMAX. Settle down. Um, but Prey uh, is a 2022 American film directed by Dan Trachtenberg. Uh, he's directed things such as 10 Cloverfield Lane, uh, an episode of Black Mirror, uh, season three, episode two, titled Play uh, Playtest. And he was an executive producer on The Boys. Um, no. The film is based on the Predator franchise. It is technically a prequel to the previous four installments of the franchise. Um, the story, set in 1719 Northern Great Plains, revolves around Naru, a skilled Comanche warrior, protecting her tribe from a highly evolved alien predator that hunts human for sport. 
also fighting against the wilderness and fur traders to keep her people safe. Hot take. I love this movie. <laughs> well, fucking lay all it. Yeah. Blow your load now. Uh, <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I won't tell you how I felt about it until we have a conversation, because that's what makes for a good show. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Let's, <laughs> how about this? Uh, yeah. No, I watched it. Not going to tell you what I thought yet, but we'll get there. You already did. You blew your load. Uh, bitch. Coming too quick to pump chump. Um, so my first note for the movie, uh, I hit play and you get your, your Hulu title card. You know, it says Hulu mm-hmm. and it plays a little sound. Uh, the Hulu sound kind of sounds like the Predator sound. Like a. Kind of like over that. Here. Yeah, but it goes Hulu. Oh, I, I don't remember. Yeah, no, I'll drop it in the episode. So when you listen to it, you'll hear it. <laughs> well, before we really get into it, though, like, what what is your history with the Predator franchise? Have you seen them all? There's, there's um, five in the franchise. I know. I, I mean, I've not seen including the, first the Alien one. versus Predator movies. I saw the first one, and I believe the first time I saw it was on Betamax. Oh shit! Uh, yeah, my mom was dating this dude who like was he a full drug dealer? Sended on Betamax, huh? Was he a drug dealer? He had a Betamax player. Uh, I can't answer that question. Oh shit! Am I right? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he had Betamax, and I remember we watched it on Betamax. Like he watched it like over and over and over, and I remember you know loving it. And then part two came out. I remember liking it. Uh, it had Danny Glover in it, and Is, it had uh, the Easter egg. It had an Easter egg. You said, yeah, on his like trophy wall on the alien ship. He had a, I mean, a, the Predator ship, he had an alien skull, which then oh, later shit. that obviously okay. turned into AVP. Right. Uh, I think I saw the AVP movies, which were kind of shit. And then I never really saw all of the one with like Adrian Brody in it. Right. And right. Larry Fishburne. Right. Predators. Uh, That one was, yes, Predators. So uh, I never saw the full one. 1987, you had Predator. Uh. 1990 was Predator 2. 2010, you had Predators. 2018, The Predator. And then 2020, this movie that just came out, Prey. Um, and then there's the AVP in though. there. There's, there's a couple of Alien versus Predator yeah. movies, I'm pretty sure. Um, I, I think I saw all of the first one when I was a child, but it's kind of spotty in my memory. So I, at this point, wouldn't even say that I've seen that. And haven't seen any of the other ones, so oh, I came whoa. into Prey pretty fucking cold. Like I, I, does this inspire you to watch more? I'd probably go back and watch them. Yeah. Um, oh, so there's like an Easter egg in that movie that you didn't know was an Easter egg, I guess. In the one that we're talking about, Prey. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I, I think I know what it is. Okay. Is it? Is it, it has a cigar? to do with the gun? Oh no, it has to do with the gun. Oh, maybe I don't then. All right, we'll get into it when we get there, I guess. Um, well, now I want to know, what is it? <laughs> um, I'll tell you when we get there. I'll okay. tell you when All we right. get there. Because there's um, some stuff that leads up to that, talking about. 
So the first one is a very quotable movie, though the original Predator. For sure, like, and I I know most of the quotes. Like I'm I'm familiar with the franchise, even with, without like being familiar with the franchise. If that makes sense, like yeah, yeah, because you don't have to have watched it to know like you're one ugly motherfucker, right? Or fucking get to the chopper. Or, get to the chopper. Yeah, like also there was we've talked about that Arnold soundboard. Oh shit, that's actually probably where most of those sink into my brain if if i'm th- yeah that makes sense i've fucked with that a lot and uh, there's a scene in the original predator where bill duke is like shaving in the jungle mm-hmm. and they see the predator and he presses like the razor to his face and it snaps and he cuts himself oh shit like, that was real improvised on set he just fucking did that like he just cut himself for real yeah just like yeah. that's crazy yeah I mean, actors are crazy, man. He was like the original Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Because yeah. he that crazy motherfucker broke his tooth out for, uh, what was it, Fury? He was like, yeah, I think my character would be missing a tooth. And so he just fucking knocked a tooth out. <laughs> Holy shit. He's fucking nuts, man. Um, um, okay, yeah, so he's, he's Naru, she's, uh, she's preparing for her Kutamia, Kutamia? Uh, which is basically like a rite of passage. Like they have to go out and like kill a beast and essentially show their dominance kind of thing, which is pretty interesting because as we talked about before we started recording, um, that's what the predator is doing. So the predator yeah, comes yeah. to earth or whatever planet it goes to um, in search of like its strongest adversary and has to like prove itself by like destroying its adversary and then going like bringing the head back Collecting to the skull to its uh its tribe. Um so at the beginning she's just she's prepping for that. Um but they don't want her to cuz she's a girl. Right, right, right. Which I I I do wonder how common it was for females to be hunters in the tribe. Probably not like, at all. Probably not. You at don't all. think so? You think they had those those stigmas or I mean, those Oh yeah, for sure. Like, I, I, I mean, I, I, I don't know for sure, but I, I can assume. I don't know, man. Living in the wild, like, I could see them being like, okay, so she doesn't excel at fucking picking berries and shit. Like, she's so much better at going out and fucking killing pigs. Maybe we should let her be a hunter. Like, I, I feel like I could see them being more accepting of that. But, I mean, it wasn't the case in this movie. But I'm just wondering. I feel like life, that's a, uh, a very like 2022 view of that. I don't know. But I could be wrong. I, I don't just, claim I to could, know I can just see those about... tribes thinking differently. And sp- speaking of tribes, uh, she's part of a, a Cherokee tribe. Uh, no, mm-hmm. no, I'm sorry. Uh, Comanche. They're Comanche, right? Uh, yeah. They're Comanche. They're Comanche. They are Comanche because I found it pretty interesting that the main character, her, the actor, um, she was in a movie called Hell or High Water which I don't know if you've seen that or not, but it's a very good movie no. about these two brothers, I think in Texas, maybe New Mexico. Uh, I think it's Texas. They uh, they go around and they, they rob smaller banks and they keep it like under like $1,000 each time they rob it. So like they don't flag the FBI's attention. Um, and she played one of the tellers at the bank that wow. they robbed. And also in that movie, one of the actors uh, in a casino comes across uh, a guy from the Comanche tribe and has a, a pretty interesting dialogue in the, the Comanche guy is like, do you know what Comanche means? And he's like, it means any enemy to everyone. And then he just like gets in his face. He's like, well, that makes me Comanche too. 
and it was just oh, like shit. really intense uh, point in this movie. Uh, so yeah, she was C- Comanche uh, because I drew those connections. Um, uh, I I like the fact that they actually hired like Native Americans for the roles. Yeah, and most of the people, uh, this was like their first time uh, acting in anything. Even the guy that played her brother, this was his yeah. first movie. This is his did, first acting role. I did recognize one of the people in her tribe. Um, he's in a show called Shorzy, which is uh, it's like a offshoot. Jersey Shore spinoff. No, it's a spinoff from um, Letterkenny, which is a Canadian show. Um, but yeah, there's, he plays a character in Shorzy called Sanguinette, and he's basically like he was on the team, but now he just coaches, and we don't have to get into all that. But um. Yeah, that was the only person in this movie that I recognized. Um, I do kind of wish that they didn't speak English throughout the whole movie. I wish that because they they, I, they sprinkled in Cherokee. I thought Cherokee about that or also Comanche. Fuck me, man. They uh, sprinkle in Comanche here and there, and I'm just like, why didn't they just do the whole thing? But I mean, I'm sure all of those actors aren't fluent in yeah, you know. That would be but I feel like do. it was kind of like a hunt for Red October kind of situation mm-hmm. where it was like they were speaking. We heard them speaking English, right. but they were actually right, speaking right, right. Comanche. And if you're not because familiar later, with the hunt for Red October in the beginning, they're speaking. Is it Russian? Russian. And then like zoom in on their mouth and then they zoom out and they're speaking in English, but they're actually speaking Russian. It's just we they don't want us to have to read subtitles throughout the whole thing. Yeah. And on that one, I, I think it was. On a word that is the same in Russian and in English. Oh, it wasn't da. <laughs> da, da, da. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, Yeah, so because the translator came and was speaking to her in like English. Right, right, right. The but French I assumed guy. it was yeah. like Comanche and she was like shocked. Uh, I do have some, some trivia about the movie uh, a little later in this episode and that is actually... One of the bits of trivia is um, the director mentioned that the film's creative team struggled with what he called the hunt for Red October thing, where the characters speak Russian before transitioning into English. He said uh, they never quite came up with the way to make it work. So instead, the film was shot in English and Comanche. Both languages are spoken. But when you hear English, it's as if it's Comanche. Um, So, yeah. I hit the nail on the fucking head. You fucking nailed it, dude. Um, but apparently there's also... Wait, can uh, I get a, a point? A, <laughs> there's also a Comanche uh, dub of the movie. So you can oh. watch the entire movie in Comanche with the original actors returning to their perform to perform their roles. Um, and I guess there's also a link... Uh, I'm sorry, there's a lip, a lip match... Um, so they choose words to match the actor's mouth movements as closely as possible. Uh, so it wouldn't be like watching an old Kung Fu movie, but I didn't really look to see if there were other versions. I was just like, okay, so this is Hulu. This is like what's available. But, um, yeah, apparently there is one that's like dubbed in Comanche. So I might go back and try and find that. That'd be cool. The predator design was a little bit different than the uh, other ones than the original predators it was and i think i attribute that to it being earlier in the franchise like this is a prequel it takes place yeah like a few what a few hundred years before uh 
yeah. the, the first movie. So the Predators just didn't have the technology that they have three no. years in the future. I like that. Or three hundred like years. That. Um, I mean, the the his mask was actually made out of skull instead of like the skull. Yeah. Of, Did you assume that that, that was like he killed the, whatever that was, right? Yeah, yeah. I would assume that that predator killed whatever it was, and then just used that skull as a mask. Like maybe that's just part of their culture. Like that maybe that's one of their things yeah. of proving themselves is going out to kill this thing, and then once you do, you get to hone that to be your personalized mask. Like I was thinking maybe that was something on their planet. Like you have to do this before you go to a different planet. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they're, they're still highly evolved with their technology, but this still is, I feel like a primitive form of the predator. Um, you know, like it still has its lasers to help it lock yeah, on the yeah. shit and things, but like it didn't do the, the voice thing to uh, no. mimic enemies in it. There, there was a couple different things that it never used. Like it doesn't, he have like a cannon on a shoulder in the, the yeah, that one? that's, yeah, that's what the three laser dots. Okay. Shot. Okay. But on this one, he had more like primitive, like they were just like arrows, like Yondu dart. <laughs> yeah. No, there you go. Yeah. That's, that, that is pretty much what that was. Um, so yeah, I just, I just figured it was a more primitive version of the predator, which I kind of like that they did that. Um, yeah, yeah, that was that was a pretty pretty cool route to take. I think someone involved in this movie is a Call of Duty fan that plays uh, Warzone specifically. Why so? Because there's a, a a thing that you do in Warzone called slide canceling, where it's basically you run, and then when your sprint runs out, you slide on the ground to reset your sprint, hop back up and keep sprinting. And she slide canceled like three times in this movie. <laughs> That's funny. She was fucking badass, man. She, she was, was badass. badass, dude. Her makeup uh, was dope too, with like the black under the eyes and then like right. the stripe on the forehead. The the brother's makeup was dope too. Like half the like white face. That was <laughs> Yeah, that's what we'll call it. Uh well, like white color, not white race. No, I get it. And then she fucking modifies her hatchet to like give her like a scorpion yeah. spear essentially. That shit was so fucking badass. And but, I like how they showed her like practicing. So it wasn't like right, she just right. she tied just it, it and was she like was perfect, perfect at, it. at it. No, she there's like a little montage where she's just fucking practicing, practicing, practicing. Um her dog was badass. Did you look up what breed it was? Uh, I did. I think it's an American dingo. Oh. Uh which American like Dingo. I, th- I think it's a very hard breed to uh, to train, especially if you have, uh, if you have babies around. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know what's got into you. That Dingo better not eat no baby. That's not even funny. That's like a real thing. I didn't see the movie. I just know the quote. It's people's lives. It's not a baby. They are super pretty dogs, and I feel like they. Yeah, could it was be a, very it, it was beautiful. I, the whole time I'm like, don't don't hurt the dog. But yeah, going back to your your comment on the Predator's design and liking that, like production value on this movie was, especially for it just being a Hulu release and there was no theatrical release, the production value on this movie was fucking incredible. Like it, everything looked so good. Um, between the practical effects and like the makeup and costume of the Predator and, uh, you know, even if they're using CG to like throw a hatchet or something, like it... Oh, it yeah. looked so fucking real. So, it, it so good. Yeah. That's why I think it was like made for the big screen because it didn't have like Hulu type sci-fi channel type special effects. You know, it was like 
that shit could have been in the movies. Yeah, no, that's for sure. They, fuck, dude, they they need to like try and get this back into the theaters because mm, maybe it's not award worthy, but it could be, especially for makeups and design. So you're saying you liked it? I mean, yeah, dude. Like, I mean, from what I've been saying about it so far, I think it kind of shows that I like it. Um, but in order to to qualify for an award, like you have to have a theatrical release. I'm pretty sure. No, I think they changed the rules. Did they? Okay. Yeah, because Steven Spielberg got in, like uh, his panties in a bunch about it. Oh, okay. Well, thanks, Steve. But yeah, yeah. Uh, the the set design uh, as a whole was gorgeous as well. I had to look up to see where it was filmed. Uh, it was Alberta, Canada, and Alberta, Canada oh. is fucking gorgeous, man. Like, yeah, just being out in those woods. Oh, it was beautiful. Um, some some beautiful shots. Great cinematography. So they brought in the French fur trappers. Right. Which I'm really glad they did. I thought you, I thought you were going to say the opposite. I thought you were going to be like, I didn't think that was necessary at all. So No, it was because specifically they needed a scene where the predator goes like full send and just kills hella people. That's true. But if you yeah. do that to the Native American tribe, it's right. a whole different fucking slaughter movie. No, that makes sense. But for they sure. make these fur trappers that you but, don't I mean, he, like he because did they're do that to assholes. her squad too though. Like I mean he he wrecked their people too. Her, yeah. But that was yeah. And I keep saying he. We don't know. Yeah. Um but when the predator went to, you know, like killed all the trappers, like that shit was badass. That was pretty dope. That was a dope scene. So there was the 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 last one, the like fat fur trapper, um, mm-hmm. and he had that gun that had his name and date engraved on it. Yep, that's the Easter egg from Predator Two. That was gonna be another bit of my trivia. So you're you're fucking you love Predator, man. <laughs> you picked up on I, everything. I, I I do, I do. I mean, it, the the first one came out when I was twelve. You know, I was like right there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so obviously, uh, something bad happens to Naru, maybe, because another predator comes and takes the get that gun back. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I I thought you meant in this movie. I was like, oh, I missed that. Um, no. Yeah, I mean. It's 300 years in the future. She's going to be yeah. dead regardless. <laughs> yeah. Uh, nobody lives that long, even if they're living all natural. Um, the person that played the Predator also hadn't been in many films. Uh, actually came from a college basketball uh, background. Oh, like the Slee Stacks. The Slee Stack? From Land of the Lost. Oh fuck! Okay, Jesus the Christ! The old TV show. That's a deep old, fucking reference. Holy shit! They were. Uh, it the is a reference right were up your played alley, By UCLA basketball players. That's that. That's funny. I mean, it makes sense. They're fucking tall. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he was still shorter than the original Predator, though, uh, by like four inches or something like that. Well, technically, not the original Predator. What do you mean? The original Predator was played by Jean-Claude Van Damme. No shit. But he was too short when they started filming, and they replaced it with the other guy. Damn. Also, it was, they had a different Predator suit 
like the look was very very different so jcvd got uh oh god damn it, yeah. i had it i got it hang on so jcvd so jcvd got fuck it it's not gonna work anyway <laughs> got taken to the chopper no <laughs> i was gonna say he uh, got vd'd so jcvd got marty mcfly'd <laughs> oh no he got eric stoltz oh yeah more accurately yeah but for the role of marty mcfly yeah <clears throat> oh there was a callback line is that sorry so i have two points so far there were oh for, for as far as calling the trivia yeah yeah um what were the callback lines if he bleeds yep he can die that was one of yeah. them i you know what and and Sometimes it doesn't work. It, it worked. It fucking worked in this one. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense that a native tribe would have a saying like that. You know, like yeah. they they come up against you know fucking lo- like mountain lions and shit, and uh, they need to have the confidence to know like, hey, that thing's bleeding. It's it's vulnerable. We can kill it. Uh, as I said earlier, it's been a long time since I've seen the original Predator, and I don't remember much from it. But I don't remember the Predator's blood looking like juice from a glow stick. Was it that vibrant it in did. the originals? Yeah. Mm-hmm. For okay. sure. I remember it being like a darker green. But yeah, maybe I should just start the franchise over. You know, I, you made me realize that I am more of a Predator fan than I thought. Not that I thought I wasn't a fan, but I guess I, I, I do. I didn't know make you realize that. Bit. This show did. Oh, uh, yeah. The Allot Pod teaches us about ourselves. It does. I've got a lot of blind spots, and you love Predator. (laughs) Yeah. You have a lot of blind spots uh, where I, in my field of view, my FOV. Your POV? Oh, my power of veto. That's a big brother reference. (laughs) It's a big brother thing. Uh. The main character, uh, I kept thinking through the entire fucking movie that she looked a lot like Aubrey Plaza, and I couldn't fucking get past oh, it. Oh, dude, totally. But right. she was she, she totally was really does. fucking good. So I would like to there see one her thing ab- and Aubrey Plaza in a movie together where they play like siblings. Like a buddy cop movie? Sure. Anything. I just want to see the two of them together so I could see how wrong I am. <laughs> I feel like John Leguizamo could play their dad. Yeah, or grandpa. He's pretty fucking old, man. But he's like racially ambiguous. He is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was one thing I did not like about the movie that I hate when they do in movies. This wasn't part of it, but just like 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 when people fall in the water and they're wet, and like, and then like five seconds later they're dry. Yeah. Like I've walked around wet and like. It takes your shoes don't dry until like four days later. Yeah, if you're not, if um, it's not fucking a hundred plus degrees out, you're not drying yeah. out super quick. You're gonna be the thing they did in this movie was she got an injury that was so bad she would not have been able to walk. When she put her f- leg in that bear trap, it would have first of all snapped no, her sure. leg yeah. in half. Yeah, and she's like running and jumping after that, and like right. That's the one thing I was like, eh, no. Like I wish they wouldn't have got her caught in that trap. Like you mentioned when she when she like got in the water and got all wet and whatnot. Uh, 
there's another scene where she falls into like a mud sinkhole and like yeah. it's like s- slowly pulling her down and like this is like the first true trial of her new hatchet on a rope weapon that she fashioned. Yeah. Um I for sure thought that that was going to be when she figures out that the predator yeah, like, yeah. can't see things that are like covered in mud or you know like uh but no they they have a different way of camouflaging themselves from the predator and i thought it was so fucking clever so i, I don't totally want to give that away uh I, I know that we've spoiled like every fucking thing in this movie so far but uh if there's one thing like if you need something to be like uh, i wonder what they're talking about uh we'll just leave this <laughs> they do also, have another way to I, th- camouflage themselves but i, I think they subverted our expectations because they assume you watched the first one. They assumed we were going to think that that's what that was, but then it ended up being something else in the end. Yeah. No, it's the, the old bait and switch. They, uh, yeah. Well, I like that. I like that. Yeah. Uh, that's good. The credits do that thing where it just shows an animated version of everything that happens in the movie. Like it's like scene by scene, like animated, Uh like, but it looks like, you know, native American drawings. It was super cool. Um, I fucking love that shit. Uh, just like, well, I don't remember fucking what movie we were talking about, but it was, uh, it had a song that was just, oh, it was RRR and it had that song oh, that was just yeah. explaining <laughs> what was happening in the scene. Yeah. Um, it's, it's the same thing for me. I fucking love that shit. But then at the end of the credits, like or at the end of that animation, it shows like her tribes, people like all together. And then there's more predator ships coming in. Oh, so I, I don't know if they're that. setting it up for another one. God, I hope so. I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't do another one, but I'd be fucking stoked if they did. Um, I haven't heard uh, one negative review about this movie. I haven't heard anything about this movie. You told me about this. I had no idea that this was coming out. You told me about it at the shop last Saturday, and I avoided everything until I watched it. I, I haven't heard anything about it. Oh, yeah. No, it's been on my radar for a while. Yeah, I had no idea it was coming out. Um, And then at the end of the... Uh, credits it says that the movie was for the Comanche tribe and Juanita pa- Pata Pony and I, I really I was trying to figure out who the fuck that was so I looked her up she's a renowned Comanche edu- educator poet and artist so I guess she's just big in the Comanche uh, tribe but uh, yeah overall I enjoyed this movie Fuck yeah, me Out too. Of, if you haven't seen it and you're already here, go fucking see it. Also, sorry for spoiling everything. Yeah. Out of five broken legs that you could still walk on, you <laughs> give it. Hell yeah. Um, well, there's going to be two paraplegics because I give it four broken legs. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, but you know what? I'm going to give it five. And you throw fives out like crazy. I loved every second of it. And like, it was a perfect length. It, it was like, like an hour and a half or some shit. Would you, would you say that you've liked it more than other predator movies that you'd seen? 100%. Yeah. For sure. Okay. It's probably, I mean, I think I have like nostalgia. Like I saw it way back in the nineties. Predator two was good, but I, I it's probably not good at all. Would you believe me if I told you that as of August 7th, 2022, that this is now the highest rated Predator movie in the entire franchises, in, in the entire franchise, according to Rotten Tomatoes? 
That would not surprise me. Yeah. But the first one is pretty perfect also. I got to go back and rewatch it. Um, along with that tidbit, I do have some more trivia about this movie. Uh, we could just kind of, I got them bullet pointed. We can run down them real quick. Uh, actually, the first two we already talked about. So I'm going to skip to three, which you already called the Flintlock pistol dated 1715 with the name Raphael Ad- Adelini. Uh, engraved on it is the same one that was given to Lieutenant Mike Harrigan at the end of Predator 2 by an elder predator. Is that yes. how that happened? Yes. Uh, in this movie, there was a Wilhelm scream, which I did pick up on oh, when I, well, oh, when the scene was I happening. I did too. I did too. I, I know, I, I, oh, I don't remember where it was. Someone falling off like a cliff? No, it's uh, the predator throws one of the Comanche hunters behind the large tree log. So it's like when he's fucking their people up. Oh, okay. Like one of them, he just like throws them <laughs> and you hear it. Uh, ah! If you're not familiar with the Wilhelm scream, it's one of the most used screams in cinematic history. And I feel like... It's like stock. I feel like people aren't using it as much as they used to. Um, if you haven't heard it, I'm going to insert it right here. Yeah. And now that you've heard it, you'll hear it in everything. For sure. Uh, I think originally, if I'm remembering correctly, it's from Bonanza, like that show from the 70s. Maybe even... I thought it was from like a black and white movie. Was it? Okay. I might have heard wrong. They definitely used it in Bonanza then. Uh, Oh, shit. There was another Easter egg. I read this in the trivia, but I, I also like kind of thought that this was what it was. Uh, but there's a cigar that both um, Naru and the predator pick up when they're trying to track uh, people. Yeah. And uh, they're just kind of looking at it. And I was like, is that supposed to be Arnold Schwarzenegger's cigar? <clears throat> and that's absolutely what it is, is uh, a nod to Arnold in the originals. Uh, yeah. And then, yeah, uh, back to that first tidbit is, you know, this is now the highest rated Predator movie in the entire franchise, which leads me to a little mini game. I got like a little mini quiz for you. I wouldn't call it a quiz. Um, are you looking up the Wilhelm scream right now? Uh, yeah, I did. What do you got? Yeah, it. So it, it originally started. It was um, in a Warner Brothers stock sound library. And the first thing it was used on uh, was a TV series in 1951 called Distant Drums. Um, uh, and a scream is usually used when someone is shot or falls from great height. Yep. Thrown from an explosion. Yeah. It, the sound is named after Private Willem. Willem. Okay. A character in The Charge at Feather River, a 1953 Western in which the character gets shot in the thigh with an arrow. Shot in the thigh? Yeah. I used to be an adventurer like you until I took an arrow to the knee. Uh, if you had time for video games, you wouldn't know what that is. Probably. Maybe. Maybe not. Uh, but no, I've got like a, a little mini game for you. I'm going to call it uh, Attack of the Predator Tomatoes. We don't have music for games anymore. or We never did. Um, so did with it, that... Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> You're just doing the do 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 Wow. With that last bit of uh, trivia, that this is now the highest rated Predator movie in the entire franchise, I took the liberty of going to the Rotten Tomatoes website and looking up the ratings of all of the Predator franchise. 
Um, Including AVPs? Nope. Just the uh, five Just the Predator, Predator movies. movies. So we've got 1987 Predator. We've got 1990 Predator 2. Uh, 2010 Predators. 2018 The Predator. And then 2022 Prey. Um, so I want to see if you can put them in order of the Rotten Tomatoes uh, ratings without knowing anything about the ratings. Uh, so yeah. it's, it's really just a guessing game. Uh, we'll okay. see if you can put those in order. But I'm also going to give you a bonus point if you can give me... So Rotten Tomatoes, they have their uh, Rotten Tomato rating and then they have uh, like... They have their critic rating and then their their movie viewer rating, like just like the general popula- population. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I've got percentages for both of them. So I want you to put them in order and then uh, also give me what you think the critic critic rating and then the the user rating is for each one. And if you get either the critic rating or the user rating within ten points of what they are actually are, I'm going to give you a bonus point. Okay. Um. First, I never saw the 2018 Predator movie. I don't even I know if I even knew it was out. Uh, I'm going to go, obviously, number one is the current one, because you makes, said so. Makes sense. What do you think the uh, uh, I'm ratings go with are on that? 86 and 90. Okay. And what is second? Uh, the 87, the original. Okay. And ratings and for I'm that? I'm going to go... Uh, 81 and 72. Okay. And, uh, then I'm going to go with number three being, uh, part two with Danny Glover. And I'm going to go 78 and, uh, 64. Okay. Then I'm going to go uh, 2018 Predator, uh, 58 and 47. Uh, I'm sorry. Can you give me those numbers again? 58 and 47. 58. And 47. the first number I'm giving you is the audience score, and the second one is the critic score. Oh, shit. Okay. I, I Yeah, I think the critic score is always going to be lower. And then the last one I think is the Predators. With I'm gonna go I'm gonna go forty and forty. Preds forty and forty. All right, give me a second to tally this up. Okay, so um, your answers, just to quickly recap, um, you said Prey with a fan score of 86, uh, critic score of 90, Predator, original, uh, fans 81, critic 72, Predator 2 with uh, fans 78, critics 64, uh, The Predator from 2018 with fans 58%, critics 47 percent and then predators from 2010 with 40 and 40 you got six out of ten because the actual way that it shakes down is number one was prey with fan score of 81 percent critic score of 92 percent oh shit 
And then number two was uh, the original Predator with fan score of 87%, critic score of 80%. Third place was Predators from 2010 with 52% oh, wow. from the fans and 65% from the critics. That was way off. Uh, in fourth, we had The Predator from 2018 with 33% from the fans and 33% from the critics. And then in last place was Predator 2 uh, with 44% from the fans and 32% uh, from the critics. So, fucking, so I guess I was right when I remember uh, when I said it probably was shit, even though I remember liking it. <laughs> yeah. You still got six out of ten, like ten possible points, though. So that that's pretty fucking good, man. Hell yeah. Yeah. I'll take that as a win. Um, shit, this, uh, we're kind of running long on this one, aren't we? Um, I got a poop. You got anything else to say about the movie or Predator in general? Uh, no. See it if you haven't seen it. Let's move on to the mailbag, baby. We got a voicemail. Run it. Hi, this is Kira. Um, long, first time caller, long time listener. Um, just wanted to call in and let you guys know that yes, I do like my, uh, twisty Frito barbecue honey chip things with cream cheese. You should try it. It's great. Um, uh, okay. Thanks. Bye. Wait. Did it say sour cream or cream cheese? Sour cream. Uh, cream cheese, okay. I'm sorry. Cream cheese. Yeah. All right. Well, it's cream cheese. Cream cheese it was, baby. And I actually tried this uh, last Saturday after I left the shop. I ran over and. to BevMo and um, picked up a bottle. And uh, they also had some of the barbecue honey barbecue Fritos twists. And oh. I ate them while I was walking back to Kira's apartment. Um, but still had some left over when I got there, and uh, I dipped them in some cream cheese. It's got to be, it's got to be the whipped cream cheese, um, yeah, because it's easier for scooping. But it's pretty oh, fucking yeah, yeah. good, man. Um, I do think that it would also probably be pretty good in sour cream. I didn't try that, but uh, yeah, can well, I might have to try that then. It's good. Well, uh, thank you for calling in, Kara. Appreciate that. Hell You're yeah, the it's the first time. Well, second time she's been on the podcast. First time audibly. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. There was an episode that I recorded from the closet in her apartment because she had COVID. Um, y- if you listen real close, you can hear her in the background. But um, yeah. If you've uh, got any thoughts on the Predator franchise, or if you have any weird chip dip combos, call in. Tell us about it at 323-786 a lot. That's 323-786-2568. If you're not comfortable with your voice being played on the podcast, but you still want to be heard, send us an email. Our email address is a little off the top pod at gmail.com. We'll read that shit. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please rate, review, and subscribe. If you're listening on Spotify, please rate and subscribe. Follow us on Instagram at a little off the top pod. If you're looking for Jason on Instagram and the Peloton app, you can find him at Skills the Barber. If you're looking for me, my name is Justin. You can find me on Instagram, Letterboxed, and the Vouch Vault at underscore red underscore six underscore. I think we did it, man. You got anything else? I got to poop. Go poop. All right. Uh, bye for now. See ya. Let no one
is the mission that's assigned to me A butcher from another galaxy, I'll guarantee That I won't leave till you all are dead So I'm hunting in the darkness with my infrared yeah. Stripping up the skin from the newly departed After hunting all the victims with my laser target It won't stop till I've finished up the human harvest So the cities go quiet and the rivers run scarlet We visited before in the recent past Now we're back to kill again and even more advanced Evolution, the solution, technologically enhanced Using foreign DNA so any enemy surpassed Every colony erased without a chance to recover After killing off a species, move along to another Psychopathic in the mind, I don't care if you suffer Go ahead and call me names like I'm an ugly mother Terrified and on the run We're hunted down by aliens Poached like we're animals, yeah We're no longer the predators Killing after killing after body, liquidating planets is the only path to glory. So you wanna fight me, not even worried slightly. You look into these eyes before you're sent to the Almighty. Terrified and on the run, we're hunted down by.